You are listening to Cherry Strange from She Yearns Ministries. Today we will talk about the pitfalls of unrest to avoid. If you have ever thought to yourself, I just wish the Bible would be more clear or that he's working for my good, Hebrews screams relativity, especially when it comes to this idea of resting well. What we just learned is somewhat scary, that there is a price for not resting. The fact that you can be a believer and not enter into his rest is very concerning. So what I wanted to do was investigate this to find out what exactly it means to a believer and how we can avoid the pitfalls of unrest. We just finished looking in Hebrews 3. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. That's where we get the idea, this can be the heart of a believing person. We're not talking about salvation that comes to us from God as he draws us to him. We're talking talking about this work of sanctification to become more like him as we go through life. He continues with this idea, the writer of Hebrews, as he goes into chapter 4. Therefore, since the promise of entering this rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. It opens it up to all believers. That's how we know that it's relevant today. And then he takes this walk through history and ends up in this dialogue about verse 10 or 11. He says, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall by following their example of disobedience. The writer of Hebrews makes it clear that the promise of rest still stands for us today. Immediately, we are encouraged not to be found to have fallen short of it. What I find most interesting is how much personal responsibility the writer leaves to us in this matter of rest. If you and I were to look at different versions of scripture, you would find directives as the call to strive diligently, to be zealous and exert ourselves, to make every effort and to labor towards entering this rest. What's the big deal? Because he understood that the cost of not resting is simply too great. Do not miss the magnitude of this call. There are warnings coded in these words of encouragement that are to spur us on towards a greater and deeper faith. What might keep us from making every effort to enter this rest? I can see at least two from these verses. What I want to call them are pitfalls to unrest. The first one would be to beware of the deceitfulness of sin. You know, sin doesn't always burst in the door and announce itself. Hello, I am here to wreak havoc on all that you hold near or dear, does it? No, sometimes it slips into a window and to areas that you and I are not really looking towards. It's a little inconspicuous. It's ugly. It knows that you're going to likely reject it at the front door. How do we labor and strive diligently against the deceitful nature of sin? The best advice I can give comes in two parts. The first is to simply rise above it. Let it lose its allure. If you read testimonies of believers, this is what they did. They made a conscious choice to choose something different so that it doesn't taste as good as it once did. My husband has been trying to stop drinking sodas. He no longer likes the flavor of it. That's a simple example, but that's what the taste of sin does in our life. We can change and the Holy Spirit is there to help us do it. The second part works in tandem with the first, which is to be so passionate about what God has for you to do that there's simply no 
no time or energy to sin. This is where I have found the most victory. Not every time, but more often than in the past. It's not that I don't desire wasting my time on things of the world that would be sinful. I just simply don't have the time. The second part is to beware of the slow descent toward unbelief. Listen to the tone the writer makes in this appeal. It's not belittling, it's tender, yet it's pointed. Recognizing the sober reality that our susceptibility to unbelief is closer than we think possible is how we're going to find victory. We may look the same on the outside, but inwardly we can grow stone cold as if we're descending down a mountain. How do we guard against this slow descent toward unbelief? Well, James Barmby says it like this, nothing is more absurd than unbelief in God, and yet nothing is harder than practical faith. Yes, practical faith. The faith that says, I believe you will take care of my family. I am completely relying on you to provide for our needs because we just don't have enough. This faith is what undergirds our stick to to adhere to, to trust in and rely on God, even when we can't see how it's going to work out. This is how we rest in Him. The promised rest on this planet will not be attained without our cooperation. Pursue it with every effort. Be passionate about believing God for your life. Do it with such reckless abandon that you are too busy and focused on kingdom purposes for sin. That is how we avoid pitfalls. That is how we learn to rest well. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to meeting you again on the YouVersion app or at SheYearns.com.